Welcome to Let's Chat Teaching, an Apple Tree Resources podcast where each week we'll dive into all things teaching in the grades 5 to 8 classroom. I'm your host, Nicole Sanders, a classroom teacher turned online pro D course creator. I'm here to help you strategize, unpack, and create more ease in your classroom this year. Hello and welcome. Today we're chatting about five short stories that you're going to love as much as your students do. These five short stories are perfect for the grade five to eight classroom or six to eight, depending on the group you have. You can find a free copy, um, a PDF of these short stories simply by putting in the short story title and PDF in a search engine, and it will just come up for you and you can print that out. So every story that I talk about today, you can just simply, like I said, put in that title and PDF, the word PDF, and it'll come up for you and you can have your own short story of your very own for whichever short story you think sounds enticing or get them all and you can create an anthology of a class in your own. When I do short stories, I really like having a full class set of the short story itself. And so then every student gets their own short story. And the first read aloud, I read it aloud to my class and students follow along. Following along with a short story when I'm reading aloud is really important learning. It shows students the structure of a story. It shows the nuance of how voices change when different characters speak, or it shows how every time a character speaks, there is a separation and a a new paragraph. There's just the nuance of the writing of conversation. And if there's no conversation, it's still the nuance of writing, how the grammar plays a part of that. And they're picking up all of that information as they're following along. Because when I read a short story aloud, I've read it Generally, I mean, obviously there are new stories that I read that are new and I tend and I'll fumble in this and that, which is fine. Showing your students that you're fumbling through reading and how we do that is modeling success. But a lot of these short stories I've read again and again and again. And so they're comfortable. And so all the little nuances that come with it are part of the writing that allows for that. And it, no students aren't going to pick up on all of those nitty gritty details, but they do pick up on some It helps them understand the short story process or the writing of a short story just one little bit at a time. And that adds a little bit of depth for them to follow along that doesn't require any extra work other than printing off a class set of those short stories. But as I read along, students follow along with me. Then they use that short story later. I'm not just going to like put it off to the side. Students use that short story to analyze the short story itself, the structure of a story the various elements of a story. However, we're going to dive deeper later on to this short story. They will use that short story that's in front of them. So it really allows for a lot of depth if a a student is able to have the short story in front of them when I read it. I just wanted to throw that in there before we go into the short story reviews, but let's dive in. The first short story that I highly recommend for grade five to eight is the story called The Elevator by William Slater. It's about uh, a student or a kid named Martin, a 12-year-old boy who's afraid of many, many things in his life, including elevators. Unfortunately for him, he and his father live in an apartment, and he's forced to take an elevator several times a day. On one of Martin's elevator trips, an old fat lady gets on and stares at Martin the entire ride, and Martin is extremely uncomfortable. And he tries to avoid the elevator and the, the lady from there on forward. But one afternoon when he was forced to take the elevator alone, 
the old fat lady gets on and traps him in the elevator and presses stop. And it's such a good short story. It's really well written. William Slater is a great writer. It flows really nicely. There's a lot of nuance between the boy and the father and understanding how people feel in their head and how that may or may not translate outside to the outside world. It's creepy and fun and highly engaging. This short story is really, really, really great to do like a character analysis uh, using the short story, as well as using the short story for text evidence to support your answer. There is, if you haven't read it, there is a point at which after the short story is finished, students can easily argue two opposing opinions about the short story. And using that is great when we are get students to use text evidence to support their answer. And this is a really, really good short story for that. It's The Elevator by William Slater. The second short story I want to talk about, it's called Charles, and it's by Shirley Jackson. It's short and sweet and <laughs> highly engaging again. It follows, so Charles is a short story from the point of view of a mom, actually, a mom who's watching her little boy go from being a, a toddler in preschool into the transition into kindergarten. Her son is named Lori, and he comes home from school every single day and talks about this naughty classmate of his and all the shenanigans he gets into, and it's quite interesting and funny. It leaves the reader, this this short story, Charles, leaves the reader intrigued and satisfied at the end. I'm not going to spoil this one. I should mention that if you're going to listen to this whole episode, there will be some spoiler alerts. Like if you haven't read all the short stories, I will say some spoiler alerts, but this one I'm not going to spoil at the very end because it's it's an end twister on this one. Super worth reading. Very funny. This short story is really, really great to look at author's purpose and point of view in a short story. So that's Charles by Shirley Jackson. The third short story I want to talk about today is called All Summer in a Day by Ray Bradbury. This follows a class of school children on the planet of Venus. And on Venus, in this story, it rains and rains and rains and rains and is very overcast all the time. The sun only comes out for one hour every seven years. The story takes place on the day that the sun is supposed to come out later that afternoon. One of the students, her name is Margot, has moved to Venus from Earth five years ago, so she, unlike her classmates, remembers the sun. This story is heart moving and it's really great to teach in the fall or in any type of rainy season that you're in. You can easily look at major themes. There are quite a few there are a few major themes in this short story, one of which could be looking at empathy and looking at the other. Both are are really great things to pull out of this short story. Ray, ba- Ray Bradbury is known for his descriptive writing. He's hugely famous and his descriptive writing is amazing and it's thorough and it paints such vivid pictures in the reader's mind. And so when teaching All Summer in a Day by Ray Bradbury, descriptive writing is one of those things that's just a must to pull out and it's so natural and there's so much text evidence to look at and analyze in descriptive writing. Story number four is called The Lady or the Tiger by Frank Stockton. This is a classic. 
It was written in 1882. So yes, it's very old, but it is a classic. It's very engaging. It it doesn't, just because it's old doesn't mean it's boring. This is a very good short story. Uh, and you know, there's also an easy version of this short story in PDF form on the internet. And so be careful when you're Googling or searching for the lady or the tiger so that you know which version you're getting. The regular original version, which honestly, it has a lot of higher vocabulary and it's longer and it's a lot more nuanced. And I would use that for the upper grades. Like you could even use that for grade eight and nine. Uh, But if you like the story and the themes of the story, you can use the easy version, which would be great for grade five to seven. And either way, this doesn't lose the easy version actually doesn't lose anything. I don't think I don't think it loses anything by being the easy version. Um, But I just wanted to point that out. There are two versions out there. It's the same story. And it's a great one. So it follows a forbidden love between the king's daughter and a young man. And this gets the young man into an arena where he has to choose between two doors. Behind one of the doors is the princess. And if he chooses that door, he's allowed to marry her. But behind door number two is a hungry tiger. And the short story follows this story all along the way. And it's very intriguing and exciting and it has a good pace to it. One of the things I like teaching with this short story is direct and indirect characterization, as well as point of view. Those two things really lend well to this short story, The Lady or the Tiger by Frank Stockton. Hey, we are on story number five. The title of this one is A Sound of Thunder, and it's by Ray Bradbury again. Really great writing. Ray Bradbury does some amazing short stories. So I did want to bring this one in again. It follows a man who's joining a hunting expedition, but the hunting expedition is in the past. And the hunt isn't for a regular animal. It's to kill a dinosaur for sport. But during this hunting expedition, a butterfly was stepped on, which dramatically changed the future. This short story has great descriptive writing as well. Again, it's exciting. Think about like going into the past and it really brings up great discussion on the butterfly effect, essentially, and on how small decisions can dramatically change the future. Students love debating and talking about this topic. And this is such a great story to bring into that. It has is really good to describe mood and tone, as well as cause and consequence. The foreshadowing in the story is really easy to highlight and pull out for examples of foreshadowing. And of course, like I said before, Ray Bradbury and descriptive writing, they are they go hand in hand. And so this short story, there's so much to pull out. And sometimes I pull out a lot, depending on where my students are at. And sometimes I just choose like one major theme I'm going to be pulling out while we read this short story or analyze a short story afterwards, I should say. But it's such a good one. It's very interesting for both boys and girls, but boys really tend to like this one. And yeah, it's definitely worth the read. And that's why I put it at story number five, I would recommend. So right now, I'm just going to take a quick water break. But stick with me, though, till after the water break, because I'm going to share with you two bonus short stories that are creepy short stories that students love. So come back after the break and we will be talking about that. What if I told you teaching your students how to write a short story could be easy? 
Short Story Writing Made Easy is an online professional development course for grades 5 to 8 teachers. Short Story Writing Made Easy is a step-by-step online course to help bring more ease and fun into your short story writing unit this year. One of the best parts is this online course can be taken when you want and where you want. When you buy Short Story Writing Made Easy, you get access to the course for a full year. That means you can start, stop, and go back to the course whenever it works in your schedule. Head over to appletreeresources.com slash courses to learn more. That's appletreeresources.com slash courses. Okay, welcome back. We are talking about short stories you are loving just as much as your students. Um, I love all of these short stories, so I wanted to share these with you. There's a great free resource that you can grab by simply putting in the title and PDF in a Google search or any type of search engine, and they should come up as free PDFs. So we've gone through five short stories that I highly recommend that you can use in the grade five to eight classroom. And as a little bonus, I wanted to add two very creepy short stories that students absolutely love. I do too. I do too. Um, But I just want to put out there that I think that these short stories are really good for grade eight and nine or seven, eight and nine because of its content, but also because of the vocabulary. So just so you know, these are for those upper years that we're talking about. Usually we talk about grade five to eight on this podcast, but I wanted to prefix this with this would be really good for like seven to nine or eight to nine, but they are so worth reading. And I so I just wanted to recommend them. Both of these short stories are very creepy. They're both written actually by Roald Dahl. And as we know, Roald Dahl, he wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, Matilda, the, B- the BFG, and James and the Giant Peach. So he's known for his novel writing and his short story writing. So these are two of Roald Dahl's short stories, which is classic Roald Dahl. He's, he has this creepy vibe undertone when he writes that's very effective and interesting. And that is no different than in these two short stories. So the first short story that I highly recommend that's very creepy, it's great to do in a short story unit or around Halloween, doesn't have Halloween themes, it's just creepy. It's called The Landlady. And it follows a 17-year-old boy named Billy Weaver as he gets into a new city and he needs to find somewhere to sleep to spend the night for lodging. And he finds a boarding house that's been recommended to him where the landlady looks good on the outside on the surface, but has a really dark secret tied to her her taxidermy skills. Not going to ruin it for you, but it's definitely worth reading It's highly interesting. There's lots of places in the story that after you finish, you'll need to go back. You can go back with your students to find the text evidence to support the wonderings that students want to go back and find to support this like creepy, like, is that really what happened? And then you go back and look for it. And it's really well written. The vocabulary is higher. And like I said, the themes are darker. This is a great story if you want to do foreshadowing. There's a lot of foreshadowing that you don't necessarily pick up on in your first read. So that's a it's a really nice short story to dig deeper in and analyze with foreshadowing. The second creepy short story that's written by Roald Dahl as well, and again is better for those upper years of grade seven to nine or eight nine, is called Lamb to the Slaughter. It follows a pregnant woman named Mary who dotes on her husband only to find out he's leaving her. 
And in a surge of anger, Mary hits her husband over the head with a frozen leg of lamb. That leg of lamb was going to be their dinner, but she kills him when she hits him over the head. The story then follows what Mary does next and what she does to cover her tracks and get away with murder. This short story is intriguing and easy to follow along on. And again, one of those short stories that students love going back to and finding all of these pieces of evidence to put together afterwards, which is really nice to analyze a short story. That's Lamb to the Slaughter by Roald Dahl. The landlady and Lamb to the Slaughter are just two that I could not leave behind. So I just wanted to insert those as bonuses for this short story review. I hope that you have found new short story ideas that you can look up and print out with this podcast today. And I hope that you get to do these short stories with your students and have so much fun, both you and your students. Thanks for joining me today. I'll see you next time. If you'd like five free activities to use with any story you can use today, then head over to appletreeresources.com slash story activities. That's appletreeresources.com slash story activities to get five activities you can use with any story for free. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I know we're all busy and I feel honored you chose to spend some of that time with me. Until next time.